Hello, this is Scotty McCoy. I am the author of the Ultimate Friday the 13th trivia book, and I am doing another book titled The Ultimate Slasher Movie Encyclopedia, and I am interviewing the cast and crew of the Friday the 13th franchise, and I currently have on the phone with me C.J. Graham, and he played the iconic and legendary Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Hi, C.J., how you doing? Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. No problem. I'm very glad that we were able to set something up. I'm really stoked about this. <laughs> so the first question I got for you is, uh, did you have an audition for the role of Jason? And if so, how did it go? Actually, I did. I had to go down and meet with uh, Frank Mancuso Jr. from Paramount Studios and Tom McLaughlin, the writer-director, and Michael Nomad, who was the stunt coordinator to try to coordinate if I had the physical size and structure, but more importantly, that I could do the stunts that were required because it was both an acting role and a stunt role combined into one. Okay. That's awesome. So, um, how did you get your start in doing stunts? That's the big billion-dollar question. It's funny, Scotty, because <laughs> a good friend of mine, Kane Hodder, who played Jason in 7, 8, 9, 10, Yep. Uh, he just found out about a year and a half ago when we were doing a panel that I had never been to stunt school or done a stunt in my life until I did the Jason Part 6. Oh my gosh. And Kane was flabbergasted when I got asked the question about a stunt school. I said, well, I didn't go to stunt school. And Kane jumped in and goes, what do you mean you didn't go to school? I said, I never went to school. I just stepped on stage and did what I was told and everything worked out. Wow. So, with that being said, I never went to stunt school. I was in my mid-20s. I believe I was, when you say the word Jason, taking part one out of it. I believe I was the youngest Jason. I was about 28. And physically fit. And I felt really confident working with Michael Nomad, the stunt coordinator, that I could deliver what they needed. That's so, awesome. Again, when you're you know young, you think you can do anything and you can't be broke. That's awesome, and it's basically set your career right there, and you must, even though you didn't have any of the, I guess you could say, educational training, you did, you are an amazing stunt uh, stunt man. I mean, you did amazing in part six. Thank you. I, I think, you know, uh, going back to, you know, I spent four years in the Army, and uh, so physically and taking orders, I was very good at it. It was what I was used to. Right. And Michael, Michael Nomad was very clear about everything I would feel when I did the burn gig, when I was 20 feet underwater, breathing off regulators, physically chained <laughs> down to the bottom of a pool. Right. Um, and so everything we did, he walked me through it. And then, of course, not only was Michael Nomad, the stunt coordinator, making sure I was comfortable, Tom McLaughlin, the writer-director, would talk me through how he wanted the character to appear on camera uh, emotionally. He didn't want a robot, yet he wanted some curiosity factors. And I'm hoping... Uh, that I was able to deliver 30 years later from what I hear from our fans. Exactly, and I think you are one of the best Jasons that was that is in the franchise. I I mean, you and Kane Hodder are my top two favorites. You know, and I'm very grateful that you said that because, you know, Kane and I are good friends, and, you know, Kane will tell you the story that, and it's a true story because Kane has set it up on stage, that I was originally scripted for part seven. Right. And I was good with that. And McCain really wanted the part, and since he had worked with the director before, uh, the director and Kane, Kane got the part. But awesome. I will tell you, to be fair, 
great job in seven, eight, nine, and ten. And yeah. he has been a great, I mean, just a great uh, ambassador for the Friday the Thirteenth series. Right. And I, I couldn't have done what Kane has done over the last twenty-five years out there every weekend pushing the series and pushing the comic cons and the horror conventions and travel the world. So my hat's off to Kane Hodder because I think he's one of the reasons, you know, that the iconic image is such a hot ticket. Exactly. And if you can even do me a favor, maybe, would you be able to ask Kane if you'd be willing to do a 10 to 15 minute interview with me? Sure. I'll, I'll reach out to Kane. I, I, I have his personal contact. And awesome. I, I more than happily reach out and, um, give the information i can't promise you anything but that's fine yeah because i know he's extremely busy but yeah you can give him my email or even my phone number or anything really and i'd be that'd be that'll mean so much to me thank you my pleasure so the next question i got for you is uh what was the best part about filming part six and what was the worst well i think the best part was my first scene because it was the first time i put the wardrobe on the first time i stepped in front of the camera and of course, you know, the, the movie, it shot out of sequence. <laughs> so my first scene is when the mobile home was in the background and I step into a side profile for the camera and then I turn towards the, the mobile home and tilt my head with curiosity and then I start walking towards it with a machete in my hand. <laughs> so for me, that was the best because it was like the real deal. Yeah. As far as my worst, you know, I really didn't have any complaints. I, number one, I'm a soldier. I was doing what I was told and I was out there to make money and I was being paid very well to do what I was doing. So I didn't have any bad moments. It, it's a little tough shooting all night long. We had a couple day scenes and we had to do some reshooting. But other than that, I, I didn't have anything bad. I enjoyed it. I was having fun the whole time. That's awesome. So when you're having a good time, it's really easy to say there was something that was really bottomed out. Uh, it was just having a great day, and at the end of it, and now looking at it 30, 32 years later, having no idea the iconic image or the fan base that has grown so substantially that the hockey mask would be an iconic worldwide image. Exactly. I'm, just, I'm very fortunate to be part of that. Exactly. So what was the most memorable moment while filming Friday the 13th Part 6? Well, I think the most memorable part of it was when I got the part, um, for me personally, I get a call on a Saturday that, you know what, we want you to down and come into Georgia on Tuesday, and I was off and running, having no idea what I was going to go on to, because as I indicated earlier, I'd never been to stunt school, I'd never been to acting school, I'd never been on a set, I never had been in a play in my life, you know, at school, yep. so for me it was like, Okay, what do you want me to do? I can do that. And with that being said, I think the rest is history. That's awesome. So, um, how did you film your death scene and the underwater scenes? Um, the, the death scene? Is that what you said? Yeah, the death scene and the underwater scenes. Oh, the death... Well, the underwater scenes were shot back in Los Angeles. Okay. We went to an Olympic-sized swimming pool... Uh, and it was an Olympic diving pool, which means it was 20 feet deep. And what they did was they took black tarp and just swung it down the sides to the bottom. And then I went in wardrobe, went to the bottom. We shot at night, of course. They put lights into it. And they actually put a physical chain around my neck, that big 
big chain you see me wearing, the reason it's on me heavily, it's a real chain. Right. And they changed to the bottom of the pool on a center block. So I was just standing on it, keeping my balance. Um, and then what would happen is safety divers would come in and give me oxygen. And then I'd just go ahead and take a deep breath, release the regulator, pull my mask down and do the stunt. And then I would signal for air. They'd just swim in and pull my mask up and stick the regulator back in my mouth and clear it for me because I couldn't see anything. It was pitch black. Wow. So that's how we did that scene. Now, when I went out to the boat underwater, when the boat was uh, on fire initially, that was done at a stagnant lake in Covington, Georgia. Okay. And then when we did the fire scene, that was back at the Olympic pool, but in a four-foot pool that was surrounded by gas pipes for the flames. And then they would just gel me up, and I'd step back into the flames and light myself and I could see the flames come over the front of the hockey mask. Wow. So I would know I was lit. And then about 30, 60 seconds, I could feel my body was getting a little warm. I could feel the heat. Wow. So that's, that's how we did all the water scenes. Okay, so what, like when they did the propeller and it, it like snapped your neck, how was that filmed? We did that at Tom McLaughlin, the writer-director's mom and dad's pool at their house in the backyard. <laughs> so what that means is Tom got permission from his mom and dad to mess up their pool with the promise that he would clean it after he was done. <laughs> True, story. True story. So they put the prop and everything and got a bunch of pig guts and stuff from the uh, uh, down the street from uh, the meat market and then they put it into the pool and when that dummy, quote unquote, it wasn't me, another dummy, okay. the dummy just hit that, you saw that rip up beside the mask, which is the iconic pickup where Cain came into it in part seven when he was resurrected. Right. Cool. So, um, out of all the kills that you did in Friday the 13th part six, Jason Lives, which one was your favorite and why? I, I, well, I, all 18 kills were my favorite because they were good kills. You know what I mean? They were. They were very, very yeah, clever. Um, they were very physical, is what I'm saying. But my favorite kill was the sheriff. And the reason for that is, again, the physical stamina that it takes to break somebody's back, mm -hmm. all the way back, to put their shoulders on their ankles, I think it's just terrifying. It's like, yeah. to think there's that much force in somebody's body that they could do that. But, exactly. again, you saw me squeeze the... Uh, the sheriff's, not the sheriff, but the police head, I popped his head, and then you see me twist the girl's head off, so I mean, everything yep. was kind of associated with just fearful force. Yes, I agree, I completely agree with that. So, um, how was the RV flipping scene filmed?
And then what they did is once it hit the ground, they lit a fire around the edge. We took the hinges off the door and all I did was squat down on top of a couple boxes and use my fist and hit that door hard as I could. That door physically flew up. <laughs> That's insane. And, and then to be able to step up and out with good balance so it looked as though it was easily done. You know, we had some boxes in there, but once I hit that door, I had to step out and just walk to the edge and just right. take that iconic pose. <laughs> so how was uh, Tommy McLaughlin as a director? Very informative, very educational. He knew I'd never done a film before, which probably made it better for Tom because it gave him the opportunity to guide me as what he envisioned yeah. and use his visions. And since I was so green, I totally had no concept except the information he was putting in my head. Right. So I think that gave me the opportunity to deliver the product as crystal clear as he saw it in his mind. Right, and then uh, I have, um, I know we spoke about this one a little earlier, um, but uh, how was the fire scene in the water that you did with Tom Matthews? How was that filmed? It was filmed uh, at the Living Size Pool. There was a four-foot pool, um, and he got into the middle of it, you know, the boat. Once the boat was set on fire, he was just, you know, sitting on the boat, mm -hmm. and he put a chain over me when he reshot that where he threw the sheet over me but I was already set on fire and then what I would do is just launch myself out of the water as high as I could go um, and land on top of him and the boat would just automatically separate and he would just go down as I would until we disappeared and then of course you got a cut and then you go to another angle POV so it looks as though you know, it's complete depth as we're sinking down to the bottom of the lake. Right. So were you wearing, like, any, like, protective gear underneath your whole costume? Right. Uh, when, you know, when you do a fire burn, normally you put fire retardant uh, material underneath your wardrobe. Okay. In this case, they used a race car driver, a thin race car driver suit that I put on first, which is, to a point, fire retardant. And okay. then they put my wardrobe over that. Or drove over the. Are you still there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, I can hear you now. Where did you, where did you lose me? Um, it was where you, you started saying about race car driver suit. Okay. Can you hear me right now? Yep, I can right. hear you. You're cutting out again. You there? We lost him.
Hello? Hey, Scotty, it's CJ. Hey, <laughs> so you were talking about the race car suit. Yeah, I'll, I'll start it from the beginning. So okay. So when we did the pirate gig with myself and Tommy, Tommy uh, Matthews, they put a race car driver uh, fire retardant suit on me first, a very thin one, and they put the wardrobe over the top of that. And that allowed me to be, have my back all gelled up, to light up, and not burn through. It gives you a time frame before you're burning through everything. And then I would just step into the flames, set myself on fire, and take a few steps forward and start the fight with Tommy. Awesome. And the last question I got for you is, um, do you have any future projects that you would like to tell the readers about? You know, I, I, Scotty, I don't have any future on the board right now. I just retired from running casino resorts okay. less than a year ago. I was the chief operating officer for two casino resorts okay. in Southern California with about 2,500 employees. Okay. I just reactivated my Screen Actor Guild card, my SAG card, okay. about four months ago, so I'm fully eligible for projects, and I will start looking at projects because now that I'm not working 50, 60 hours a week running resorts, <laughs> casinos, um, I can play with those opportunities. Um, I have been asked to do a film with somebody this year. I do not have the ability to divulge it um, because if I did, you know what it was okay. and who it is. But they have approached me if I'd be interested. I have another friend that's worked with the Hallmark Channel that's asked me. Um, he's doing some directing and some shows of my availability. So I think it's going to be interesting to see where I go this year. Um, next week, I've got a motorcycle. It's a chopper. Okay. Which is customized with Jason on it, Jason and <laughs> Elcock. It's going to be at a rockabilly show next week in Lake Havasu. Uh, so I'll be there doing an interview with a magazine okay. with my motorcycle. I'll be both in wardrobe behind the motorcycle and normal for the article. So I think it's just a matter of what scene what comes up. Um, okay. I'm doing Monster Mania next month. I'm doing the Alabama comic on next month. Um, I'm on my way to Los Angeles right now to do the Hollywood show down at LAX. So okay. I got interesting things coming up, but I, I got a feeling I'll get some opportunities for fun because like I told you, the, doing the film was fun. Right. Definitely. You know, I did the highway to hell. I played hell cop and it was fun. I had a great time with that. Awesome. So yeah, I'll put on your. I'll put. I'll let the readers know also to check out your IMDb page for, so they can stay updated with any future products that might you know that you get that get connected with that uh, would be posted on there for anything future for when the book gets released. That'd be great, Scotty. Also, you know, I've got a website, jason6.com. So okay, I'll put that in there, there as well. Yeah, if people want machetes or pictures or <laughs> hockey masks. Awesome. Jason6.com. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time, CJ. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks so much for reaching out. I appreciate your fan base and everything you do. Okay, buddy? Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. All right. Bye. Yep. You Bye. Too. Thanks. Bye.